in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowds. What description can I find for this generation? It is like children shouting to each other as they sit in the marketplace. We played the pipes for you and you wouldn't dance. We sang dirges and you wouldn't be mourners. But John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He is possessed. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom has been proved right by her actions. The Gospel of the Lord Our Lord could have been quoting a phrase from an Aesop's fable when he compared this generation to children in a marketplace calling out to others. For those unfamiliar with the story, here it is. A fisherman, who happened to be an amateur musician, went down to the seashore and began to play a melodious tune on his flute. He was convinced that his musical skills were more proficient than his ability to fish. He strongly believed that his wonderful tune would have the fish jumping out of the sea and on to the shore. When the fish wouldn't respond, he became angry and decided to do it the conventional way. He took a net, threw it into the water, and caught a bunch of fish, then threw them on the shore where they lay flopping and dying. He said to the fish, I played a tune for you and you did not dance, and now all you can do is dance. The fisherman may have been angry over the fish's refusal to dance according to his tune, but he proved to be the greater fool. Expecting fish to dance to our tune would be far more ludicrous than having the fish actually doing it. Back to our gossip passage and this strange parable, which is often known as the parable of playing children. Unlike the fisherman in Aesop's fable, our Lord was justified in his anger with his audience response or lack of it. This wicked generation, especially the religious leaders, had rejected John's baptism and were now also opposed to Jesus too. So our Lord compares them to children in marketplace who are never satisfied. They may have thought of themselves as discerning and rational adults, but they were nothing more than entitled spoiled brats. Neither the ascetic John nor the seemingly hedonist Jesus pleased them. They could not see past the surface of either man to the wisdom underneath. This passage illustrates the difficulty many face in wanting to please others. The truth is that we can never please everyone all the time. Pleasing everyone is impossible. And because we cannot possibly make everyone happy, the treadmill only leads to stress, discouragement and self-pity. But the solution is not adopting a wanton disregard of people's feelings by excusing oneself that it is impossible to please everyone. Not wanting to please everyone does not give us a license to displease everyone and anyone. We Christians following the example of our Lord must be guided by a high principle 
a high wisdom, which is to strive to please God in all things. Pleasing God means that sometimes our words and actions may please others, and sometimes they won't. But the criterion for our decision would be to subject ourselves to the will of God, rather than seeking the approval of men. It will no longer be self-seeking, but self-emptying. Our motivation would be love rather than self-preservation. Today's parable is not just a hit at our hypocrisy, our penchant to seek human approval and to find fault when there is none. It, also, it is also an invitation to heed the twofold call of the season. A wisdom is offered to us by both John the Baptist and Jesus. On the one hand, we are called to wisely acknowledge our sins and to be stirred to fast in repentance and contrition. On the other hand, we are invited to feast at a banquet with our Lord himself. Advent offers us the grace to wisely heed the voice of the one crying in the desert to turn away from sin. At the same time, the melodic voice of the Lord is calling us to dance to his tune, which is to participate in a joyful life in his service and company. Following the Lord should never be an exercise in drudgery, but an invitation to participate in a life of joy. Let us accept the invitation to walk with the Lord, that it may stir our hearts to greater love through this earthly pilgrimage until we arrive at the fullness of life in the eternal kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.